Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Welcome to the Delicious Podcast with me, Jimmy Smith. And this week, Michelin star chef and TV's latest weight loss guru, Tom Kerridge, whose new show, Tom Kerridge's Fresh Start, is on BBC Two. After losing 12 stone in the last few years by changing the way he eats, the show and the book are about becoming healthier, fitter and happier by learning to cook from scratch. I asked him why 20 years after Jamie Oliver first taught Britain to cook in The Naked Chef, he still needs to teach the basics and what the role of a TV chef is in 2019. Is, is it a role or is it a um, is it a form of encouragement? That's the thing. I think TV over those 20 years have been um, amazing. And what Jamie did, getting people back into the kitchens, it's almost like when I first remember going into a kitchen as a professional, that every textbook, every cookery book was quite textbook-like. It was very, it, it, there wasn't anything fun about it. It, did, it didn't click into everybody. Like everybody, everybody cooks, everybody eats, everybody, yeah. you know, so to try and get people back to cooking exciting and simple, ingredients like Keith Floyd was amazing and what he did was brilliant and he took you around the world with travels but it wasn't necessarily always recipe and easy to follow they were quite classic and you know on his journeys and what Jamie suddenly did is, is he put people in kitchens where you could cook with ingredients you can get from the supermarket or it got you out off the sofa up to the marketplaces and found new interesting ingredients and flavors and spices so it was an encouragement and I think we're still in exactly the same place that it's about encouraging people to get out and cook and do it for yourself and and try new things and be you know different dishes the food world is huge you yeah. know the you know your listeners and, and the people that read your magazine will know that the huge you know it's it, it, it's so vast of flavors and styles and and and, and different types of um uh, ingredients that come from all over the world it, it's, it's an endless journey of uh, of discovery and is, is it too amazing. is it too complicated is there too much to choose from is that why you know the people on your show admit that they take things out of packets and they put them in the oven that's the problem that's why they put on weight they're eating processed food it's is it too complicated is there too much choice no i, I think what it is the reason why a lot of people fall into the trap of convenience food is is time and we all want to do everything and we all want to be able to be able to go to work we've all got busy lives we've all got kids we've all got you know different things to do and tv programs or movies that we want to watch or, and uh, hobbies that we have that include going to the gym or doing you know it doesn't matter what it is cooking kind of gets pushed back and cooking has been very much through magazines through television has become a lifestyle choice as well mm -hmm. so people people will watch television shows to see amazing cookery equipment and nice pans or people will buy food magazines to have a go at maybe a couple of dishes but they also they're also entertainment they're coffee table magazines that yeah. lead you into a, a kind of like a fantasy food world 
and I think that that is wonderful because it puts food uh, and drink as one of the foremost things that um, that is exciting about being alive yeah. for me. But actually, getting people to do it is a, is is a different thing to get people to get off their bums and go and cook to try and to try and structure their lives and to try and make sure that cooking is seen as something that is enjoyable for the whole family to do and people get scared of cooking they get scared you know they don't necessarily they buy nice kitchens but they don't know where the yeah, rolling pin is kept cookery books that should put, look nice in the kitchen but they don't use them it's interesting what you said about lifestyle and all those chefs keith floyd as well they all represented some kind of lifestyle choice and you have very much hit the family market. If Jamie was about the lads, you're about the family. And you're, all the families that you've chosen have got very different kind of issues. It's very interesting that they're all united on this idea that they don't want their kids to cook like they do. How, how do you do that one? Because they are time poor. How, how, how is that panning out? You've obviously finished the series. You know, no yeah, spoiler alerts. Yeah, but, yeah, you know. no, no spoiler alerts. Uh, yeah, no, well, there's eight families. Actually, they're not all with young kids. They're, they're, there's a couple there that have, have joined us because um, they're, they're for health reasons. Actually, they're very healthy and fit, but actually the food that they eat isn't. Um, and they need to get flavour through, through, um, uh, through understanding of how to cook again. Um, and I think getting families involved has been, I mean, it's been key to people are worried about that they don't want their kids to eat like them. And the problem is that when you eat convenience food is that everybody's eating the same thing or you're defrosting a pizza and doing, you know, everyone's having the same thing. For me, I mean, and I'm learning this as I go along, like all parents, you know, there is no parenting rule book. I mean, there are books out there, but they don't help because, you know, it's your own child that you're learning as you go with it. Um, and for me, I'm a firm believer that kids' taste buds, they evolve and they change. And right now, they're pretty beige. You know, they like sweet things. They like crispy things. They like potato-y kind of starchy things. They're not into fresh, irony green vegetables. They're not into chilli. They're not into big, strong flavours. I get that. It's no problem. But what you need to do is that you don't fall into the habit of eating the same stuff with them. You know, if they're having a fish finger sandwich, do you know what? It's okay. Mm. But don't sit there and have a fish finger sandwich with them. You can have fish fingers, maybe, make them yourself, have it with a salad. Get them to learn habitual change. Be around it. Get them to understand that being around food and a a lifestyle choice isn't, what they're doing isn't the norm. They're doing it just because that's what they like. And their children are inquisitive. The most inspiring thing about the show was the energy level that came from those kids that wanted to learn about five vegetable types of fruit and vegetables a day where strawberries come from what happens when you know where the oranges grow how did what happens when you cut it in half and squeeze it you know all of those sorts and, it, and extraordinary that they didn't know that yeah already are you able to to slip in the important issues like waste for example you know in your own kitchens you'll be doing as much zero waste as possible all chefs do now yeah. it doesn't make economic sense not to and you're all aware of the planet you're using high welfare meat you don't get to be a Michelin star chef without using high welfare, yeah. high welfare meat. Can you slip those messages in? And if so, how? You, you can, but I also feel that on a personal level, that's not my role. My role is to get people back into a kitchen and cook and have a go at doing it. You know, if you're buying, you should buy the best ingredients you can afford. And if that is a one ninety nine chicken, right, and if that's the best thing that you can buy, then 
but you're doing fruit and vegetables. You can tell them to do less but better. You can tell them to do it once a month. Buy high welfare meat once a month and show them more uh, vegan and vegetarian recipes. Of course you can. But at the same point, if you're going to do, if you're going to do, you're a single parent with two kids and on a Sunday you're going to roast a chicken and do all the vegetables with it and that's all you can afford. That for me is way better than spending the same money on a Happy Meal. You know, so the idea of being able, you can, you know, you can talk about high welfare animal and of course that's what we do in the restaurants. But actually everybody has their own different means and you should be able, you should just try and buy the best ingredients that you can afford on a personal level and everybody's circumstances is, is, is obviously very different um, and, and then in terms of how you, you, you drive people and with the understanding of, of, of food is obviously the better ingredients you, you, you buy normally the better they taste mm. and it's trying to keep it simple as well quite you know the one crossover that, there's a couple of crossovers from being a professional chef into to cooking at home the first one is simplicity now for me the way that I cook is we let ingredients speak for themselves you yeah. buy lovely ingredients you treat them simply whether that's you know just just char grilling something and just letting the natural sugars and salt and flavour that comes from that ingredient without having to add to it you know roasted red peppers and things like that those flavours speak for themselves And but the most important one about getting people to cook at home is structure and understanding so yeah. you know as chefs we're all, we always write lists at the end of every night of what we've got to do the next day and, and then we're working ahead for one or two days in advance well you know at home you should be doing that as well if you can sit down on a weekend and work out what you're going to eat monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday you structure your shopping yeah. list so when so when you when you've structured um your your kind of menu and your recipe writing what you're going to do for the week and it hasn't got to be complicated it means you're just buying those certain ingredients for that point which means in turn there's much less waste yeah absolutely and batch cooking batch cooking is something that you really uh, encourage don't you and for these new chefs who are or these new cooks who are really excited about you know these flavors and cooking with you on telly that's a really op- good opportunity to get cooking what are the most what would you say are the best batch recipes that you've come up with for the series that you could give to the delicious listeners do, do you know what there's quite a lot but they're again they're the simplest ones so they're dishes that people probably know themselves the idea of doing a lasagna you know and when you make everything and you normally put it into that lasagna tray and you bake it but then being able to cut the portions out and put it into the little plastic tupperware containers and so lasagnas work very well curries work very well sauces work very well and i don't necessarily mean doing a sauce that you then make the pasta and mix it all together and put it in but just the sauce you could and listen you can boil spaghetti do you know what i mean if you've made the sauce and frozen it down you mix it two together it's job done it, it is really easy it's just it's it's probably dishes that people are already cooking you just cook them on a larger scale and, and and then get them frozen down and the time it takes to defrost a couple of portions of that lasagna is exactly the same as it does to take one out of the freezer and microwave it you know that's ready bought this way though you know exactly what you put into it you've got much more control out of it and actually if you've made it on a sunday and you've got people involved in making it this there is nothing better than the feeling of having created something yourself and now that doesn't necessarily always have to be about food it could be anything you know when you achieve something whether it's at work whether it, whatever it is the the ability to do something creative achieve it and it tastes nice i mean it, it leads to a, a, a you know huge warm smile yeah yeah do you like telly i like making telly i, I enjoy the process of it i enjoy um I enjoyed being 45 years old and having finding a slightly different career from being in a kitchen for 27 years. It's quite an interesting space to be. I like the process of it. I like the people that are involved in it. I hate watching me in it. I hate it. I hate I can't. And, I've, and I find the bits and bobs that go with it a little bizarre, you know, that people want selfies with a, 
bold bloke from Gloucester. I, I just find, you know, it's, it's kind of... I, I, I get find you it, invited on Desert Island Discs. Yeah. What was that like when you got that call? That was... Well, I, well, I have to be honest. So I, I went back and I told my wife, I don't listen to Radio 4 very often. So I went back and told my wife, I said, yeah, yeah, I've been asked to do a Desert Island Disc. She's like, oh my God, like Radio 4 is the only thing that's on in her studio. So it's like, that's it. It was amazing. So I was, and, then, and then I suppose the realisation of what it was, a show that's been running for over 70 years. And then... And then then when the theme tune starts and then I get you get washed over with this nostalgic feeling of going oh my god I remember my mum listening to this and thinking this is it is and amazing everyone who's anyone has been on it that's the point yes when it turns you, out <laughs> when you got that call that said you are part of that list how yeah. does that feel well I was like are you sure like you weren't asking for Gordon Ramsay are you, was he like not available this day or so? yeah, but it was no it was a, it, it. Yeah, 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 yeah and Jamie's been on it twice apparently yeah. like I, do, I mean that's got to be bad luck if you're getting if you're getting deserted on a desert island twice i mean that is that's bad luck you're doing something wrong there jamie <laughs> but it was it was real good fun like it's a bit and i i'm a huge music lover so the love of music to be able to talk about music and how it's affected my life and those processes and it's been it was a real real joy although the one thing that i said it's actually not as much fun as you think it's going to be choosing those eight records because you think, yeah, all of these eight tracks, yeah, these are brilliant. Right. But yeah, because there's like a hundred that don't make it. So it's kind of, it's a bit like dumping a hundred girlfriends. It's like going, I'm really, I'm really sorry. It's not you. You have it. It's me. I'm choosing. Like it, it, it was horrible. And then, and then, and then you go through periods of listening to different tracks. And you go, oh, maybe I should have picked that one. Oh no, maybe I should have picked that one. And actually it takes a while for you to go settle with those eight. But it was, it was a real honor and a privilege to be asked. And Tom's book of the series, Tom Carriage's Fresh Start, contains all the recipes from the show and is out now. Thanks for listening to the Delicious Podcast. Next week, I'm back with the February monthly magazine-style podcast packed with features from behind the world of Delicious Magazine. I'll see you then. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.